Hey loves, welcome to the Tantric Activation Podcast with Sarah Rose, the number one podcast for men and women who want to become the most sexually confident version of themselves and have a relationship that is the secure foundation and fuel for every other aspect of their lives. Tantric Activation is for anyone seeking to optimize their potential. My name is Sarah Rose. I'm a world-renowned sex and relationship coach and the founder of Tantric Activation. On my website, tantricactivation.com, you can find information about my men's and women's coaching programs. On this podcast, I'll show you how to tap into Tantra to take control and transform your life into one that you're passionate about on every single level. Let's jump in. Down tonight. Hey loves, welcome to Tantric Activation. So today's episode is about that that classic quest for love. We talk a lot about sex. We talk a lot about our relationships on this show, but what about just love? So I was recently interviewed by the press and the the question that they asked me was, they said, Sarah, how does a successful, strong, and powerful woman navigate work employee relationships, love and life in a world that still feels uncomfortable with strong women. Uh, They were looking to feature an interview, quote, power women, successful, accomplished women, leaders to share their stories and experiences navigating work, love and life as a powerful woman. So I wanted to talk about this with you all today, not something we've really talked about before on the show. And, you know, as I was discussing, contemplating and, you know, thinking about their, their questions, I, the first thing that came to me really was like, I don't think of myself as a strong, successful, powerful woman. Like the labels that automatically come to mind are mom, entrepreneur, girlfriend, like on a daily basis, I'm just me. I'm raising my kids. I'm running my business. I'm dating a man that I adore. I really don't have time to think about descriptions of myself. There's just so much to do in a day, like I really just don't have to even think about these other things, you know, but what I do instead is I really prioritize my self-care and my relationships. That's really what matters. I have a coach that I'm working with and he's constantly, constantly on me. Like really the biggest part of my, my coaching with him is prioritizing my self-care. And I realized since I started working with him, how I was not doing that and, you know, how my life has become a lot better since I have, Um, you know, when I am prioritizing my self-care, I can prioritize my relationships. And, you know, that's, that's what counts at the end of the day. What else really matters? Like nothing really, you know, it's actually funny because like, from time to time, like something will come up and my kids will be like, mom, you're famous. <laughs> it's kind of funny because, you know, we all pretty much just forget about that stuff. And we're really just living like a normal life here in New York city as, 
uh, quote normal as that can be. Um, I get it's very abnormal for most people, <laughs> but for us, like, you know, we're just living normal life. Like, you know, get up, take the kids to school and uh, go work out and come home and work and order dinner because I don't have time to cook and, <laughs> you know, see, uh, see friends and as much as possible, stay in touch with my, my besties that I adore, my family, you know, it's a, it's just a busy, busy life. Um, but I'm really like, I'm in the mindset that we create our world through our perception. And, and that's what I work with my clients around all the time is like, okay, if you change your perception, you can simply change your perception of the same exact circumstance. And when you do everything else shifts because we find what we look for. I live in New York City, which is notoriously difficult for dating. I'd been gone from the city for 15 years and I came back during the pandemic. Imagine coming back to New York City during the pandemic, right? Not ideal circumstances for dating, um, for anything, much less for dating. But it was my mission to date for a relationship that year. And uh, you know, in the past I had dated a lot, um, but I had dated to hook up. Like I really was not out of time in my life before I was ready for a relationship. I had a lot of other things that were my priority. And, you know, it's a big deal to me if I'm in a relationship that I prioritize it because I know that nothing that I half-ass will succeed. And so I didn't want to half-ass a relationship and I didn't have the bandwidth to give it all that was necessary. So, but when I moved to New York, I was like, all right, I'm fucking ready. And so, you know, I got here, I dated about seven, maybe more, you know, but seven really high quality men. Um, and like of the seven, three of them had a lot of possibilities, um, you know, for, for a good relationship, like those three, they were all really interested in marriage and kids with me. And, you know, there were times where I was dating four men at once and, but it was very strict about the men that I would date. They had to have very specific qualifications or it would not waste my time. I, I know what I want. I've done a lot of work around this. I'm very clear about what my desires are. And within six months, I had found the one that I really wanted to have a relationship. And I knew from the beginning, a hundred percent that he was the one. I really had no doubts at all. And my girlfriends, like, they're so amazed by me because they struggle with men. They struggle with relationships. And I could have come into dating in New York City with that mindset, but I didn't. I came in with the mindset that I was going to meet a man that I was crazy about within a year. And that's exactly what I did. And, you know, while, yes, women that are accomplished have struggles with men, struggles with men are not unique to accomplished women. Women around the world have struggles with men and vice versa. They are just different struggles. So when dating for a relationship 
it's really important to make dating a priority. If you're using apps, it's going to feel like a full-time job. And that's a lot when you're already working 18-hour days. So whether you're a man or a woman, with you've got that type of schedule going on, I really recommend that successful people hire a matchmaker to do the legwork for them. It's like having an assistant for your dating life. It's not a luxury. It's a necessity. Like it's very, very, very necessary. I also recommend having a dating coach so that while dating, you stay in the right mindset and you stay focused. It's so easy to get burned out and distracted. A dating coach is going to help you get clear on what you want, make sure you don't waste time on the wrong people, and that you keep the right attitude. I've coached so many women as they were dating. I've coached a lot of men as they were dating. Actually, my Man on Fire program has an entire section of the program that is all about conscious dating. And this saves people so much time and frustration because what we do is we work through self-sabotage patterns so that way we can actually get what we want by taking personal responsibility rather than blaming others. Most of the time, our relationship choices are dictated by past experiences, and it's really helpful to, to heal those so that it's possible to make mature decisions when dating. And it's really helpful to have a neutral person to talk through after you've gone on dates and you just want to talk about things. You know, maybe your friends have different opinions. You have your own emotions about things. But if you have a coach, they're not going to have any of these opinions clouding their judgment. I worked with a dating coach when I was dating um, because I know how important that is. Um, having a coach, having multiple coaches in my life, which I do, is so helpful to help me get to where I want to be more quickly in life. And you're just talking with a coach weekly can help you just see abundance and success and it can really help you get there so much more quickly. Uh, you know, most people actually really do want to have a relationship. And so it's important to see the possibilities rather than the limitations. And for high achieving people, what I'd like to remind you is how important it is to balance your life. Okay. So if you are very intellectually driven and business focused without also spending time on your health, your emotions, and your energy, there's a good chance you're going to come across as very harsh, very intense, which can, which can be off-putting. So it feels good to allow intimacy and heart connection, right? Like, don't we really desire intimacy and heart connection? Why else do we want a relationship? And when you develop this in yourself, it's going to allow you to be more open to other people that have heart that have this heart connection, that are allowing intimacy. You know, and these people, they may be more, they may move more slowly. They may be a little bit more scared to move forward, but that can actually be a good thing in the long run. And I just really encourage you to have patience when you meet these people and also to believe in love. Love cannot be stopped. When two people fall in love, 
biology and psychology draws them together. It's not something that can be strategized. I had been in love once before and knew that I wouldn't be satisfied until I felt that again. Love is the greatest prize of humanity. We all want it. And while it is a science, it's not something that can be intellectualized. It's not something that can be strategized. It's something that can only be felt. So I personally did the inner work to empower myself to have what I truly desired. At times, so many times, actually, I had the thoughts come to mind of like, oh my God, it would be so much easier if I was just, you know, fucking selling shoes in a department store instead of teaching men how to have better sex. Like it'd be a lot easier to find a man that wasn't intimidated by me if I wasn't coaching men in this one area of their lives that they have so much ego around, right? <laughs> because as a men's sex and relationship coach, as a single mother, as a successful entrepreneur, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu athlete, I'm a former model, like I can be really fucking intimidating to men. And what I found is that the wrong men try to objectify me so that way they can control and they can manage me, but the right men build me up and there are less men that are on my level. And that's a good thing. I don't want every man. I want the one that I can create the right relationship with. And, you know, I actually found that men that I dated were more impressed by me than intimidated, but I'm also in New York City where men are really impressed by intelligence and entrepreneurial success. Uh, One of the reasons that I moved to New York City was because I knew that I would be able to find a man here that had the qualities that I was looking for. And as I was going through this process, I chose to stay connected to my mission, my vision, my purpose, my desires. And I trusted that it would connect me with the right people. So, you know, in my career as a men's sex and relationship coach, I'm navigating the most intimate details of highly successful men's lives. I have done years of my own personal development work to have the confidence that I have. I'm able to easily lead men that are leaders because they can sense this confidence. They can relate to me intellectually. They trust that I have the perception to help them achieve their goals. They respect me because I help them in an area where they haven't been able to help themselves. You know, but there is this this kind of thing that I've had to overcome, right? Because I am conventionally attractive. I'm not afraid of my sexuality. And because of this, I'm often initially judged. So misogynistic views of women condition men to objectify attractive sexual women as unintelligent and only to be used for men's sexual pleasure. You know, but I can't focus on that. If I'm focusing on that, I'm wasting my time. I can only focus on being an expert and doing my job better than anyone else. Uh, you know, when it comes to, to business and being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, I've been through a lot of different people that I've worked with. And I find that the most success I have with employees is actually when I contract other experts to fill roles. 
unfortunately, there seems to be like this culture of employees that don't have quality work ethic, um, but experts take pride in their work. And I just find how fun it is, how exciting it is to really, you know, work with other powerful visionaries. Of course, they cost more, but they're often worth it in the long run, you know, as long as their vision enhances mine rather than overtakes it. But, you know, it's it's just this whole work-life relationship balance is it's a it's a real thing in modern society. You know, we're we're all trying to juggle so many things. I was actually down on Broadway today and I was uh, seeing the the show Moulin Rouge, which I hadn't seen the movie in a couple of decades. I don't even remember when I saw it. Um, but I remember loving it. It was one of my favorites. And I saw the, the show on Broadway, which was amazing. It was so good. I just walked away so happy. And, you know, just really reminded me of, of love, the power of love, the attraction of love, that dynamic of love and how epic it really is like and it is like i already said before it is the greatest prize of humanity and it is so worth it to to find love and you know i think a lot of times we we shortchange ourselves we think like okay it's too difficult maybe it doesn't really exist you know we're in a at least for for myself and many others we're in an age of science and um and less and being very pragmatic about life and i'm totally on board with all of that you have to have compatibility um i'm all about understanding the science of love but there is that feeling of love that cannot be denied and that feeling of love is is worth it it's worth the hunt it's worth the search it is worth the perseverance and you know ultimately the world is ours you know there are lots of ideas out there lots of people telling us many different things what we should do what we shouldn't do but my belief and my mindset and my coaching is that when we keep our focus on what is really important in life and when we go after it, nothing can stop us from having what we want. All right, lovers, talk to you soon. Hey, it's Sarah again. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode and to find out more about how you can work with me. Until next time, lovers. Down tonight.